Welcome to Midweek Live, a podcast by North Point Community Church that's designed to help you get to know the people around you so we can do better and be better together. Well, hey, everybody. It's our first Midweek Live um, time together. We're pretty excited about this. Kevin yeah. and I um, are just going to have a hopefully a good time just kind of talking a bit about about prayer today specifically. Um, the whole idea behind Midweek Live is that we just want another touch point with people throughout yeah. the week. Um, really being a believer and, and, and attending church and all that, that is an action we do on Sundays for one hour. Um, but really it's, it's a whole life. Um, and so, Has to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're hoping that we find you guys sitting at a break room somewhere, eating your lunch or at your desk somewhere or in your car, whatever it is that we're hoping to find you in your environment. Yeah. Um, and man, if you have questions as we're kind of talking through stuff, um, we would love to hear what those are. Yeah, so we're, again, cool. we're going to be talking about prayer specifically. And even afterward, even after this live is done and as it's posted, we would love to gather those questions and continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, man, that is where the life of the believer really happens, right? And in, in, um, the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron. That's yeah. exactly the thing. There's, there's some sparks, there's some difficulty in that, there's some hardness in that but there's some strengthening and some sharpening that takes place. And so we're hoping that this can be one of the many avenues in which that takes place. So um, yeah, uh, we want to stay connected. Um, We believe in the power of prayer. And um, in fact, (laughs) this last week as we kicked off services, I thought it was so funny. People in the chat were like, you guys do know there's a fire extinguisher like up there, right? <laughs> where, where is that fire extinguisher? You know? No, we didn't notice the huge red, right? <laughs> Actually, I was a little nervous too, and I walked in, and it was like, oh, I hope we knew that was supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, so it was Why great. Why does Kevin have a fire extinguisher, you know? <laughs> does he know that he said it there? I yeah. wanted the whole glass thing so I yeah. could, like, actually break you the glass. Break- like, that That'd be cool, you know. I love that you actually wanted to yeah. break it. I looked yeah. around. I looked around. <laughs> How easy does this come off the wall? But, yeah. yeah but it yeah. was too tight, thank, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, yeah, so you, um, gosh, a couple weeks ago uh, with the Creek Fire, and clearly mm. that is still an issue. That's not that that hasn't gone away yeah. by any means. It's still on our radar. Um, that's a fire that, as a, I believe, a singular fire, it's mm. the largest yep. in, like, our cal- like yeah. our state history. 309. Yeah. So even though maybe the, the, it doesn't feel as close and threatening, it is still very much um, happening. And and we've got firefighters out there. We've got loved ones still praying for their families. And we, yeah, three uh, firefighters were injured last night fighting that fire. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, perfect example. We have, I mean, 2020 has got so many reasons for us to be, um, man on our knees praying. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so when we when the Creek Fire kind of started off, we had we had done a post. I kind of bring this up as a kind of great way for us to step into prayer. Um, and and we had posted about it and just encouraging people to be praying for our firefighters, praying for people's homes and their businesses and all of that. And in that in that comment section, we had somebody um, say that, you know, prayer is a great way to do something or feel like you've done something and, mm. and feel like you've helped even though you really haven't, mm. ultimately. That was kind of like the statement. And it really got me thinking like that, is, um, I believe, probably a pretty common feeling that a lot of people have about prayer. Um, and so I'd like to just kind of start yeah. right right there. I think that's a really um, <clears throat> yeah. that's true an, statement. Yeah, it, it's an interesting statement. Um, true statement for those that maybe don't understand what prayer is. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. It, it, it's interesting in that, um, A, you are doing something, <laughs> um, and something much larger than you're probably even aware of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
much larger than I'm aware of, you know, you know, because we operate by faith. And so we don't always, we don't always know, you know, how far, how far this really goes, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and I trust when somebody says, man, I can feel your prayers, mm. you know, kind of thing. Mm. I mean, again, the spirit of God in me, the spirit of God in them bears witness with one another. Like we're just, we're trusting in this. Mm. But, but the, the reality is, is, um, you are doing something significant hmm. um, and you don't have to pretend or, hmm. you know, just think that you might be doing something good. You are doing good. Right. Like there's no way around it. Right. You know, yeah. uh, prayer matters. Yeah. Prayer works. Now, there, you could be a skeptic, hmm. you know, kind of thing. Uh, but even in our, in our most, you know, volatile times, um, you know, there could be a lot of skeptics that, that still turn and, and pray. They yeah. may not fully grasp what, what it is they're doing, but, but there's this inept thing in us that's it's like, I, I don't know what else to do, mm-hmm. but pray. Mm-hmm. And we say those things a lot, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I, I, I guess all we do is pray. Mm-hmm. Well, then you know what to do. Well, and it's interesting, even the way you said that right now, I guess all we do is pray. So it almost feels like, uh, we've exhausted all yep. other measures. Yep. Yeah, don't we? I guess we'll pray at that uh, you know, point. I, I you know, I tried this, I tried that, hmm. I, you know, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess all we have to Give do now is pray, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Where God is saying, hey, you know what? Before you figured out that you completely did fail, <laughs> uh, you could have prayed then. Yeah. You could have prayed and said, hey, God, we are really trying to mm-hmm. overcome this. Yeah. Give us some wisdom. Yeah. God, <clears throat> give me some sort of supernatural power to lift this car off my child or whatever the scenario, right? Yeah, like, joke, yeah. you know, but we jump into, you know, Superman mode of life and, yeah. and it kind of gets messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two thoughts come to mind as we're talking about this. Um, number one, I, I do believe, I'll, I'll say early on, I was probably guilty of this, this idea of you're talking to somebody and you're hearing this difficulty that they're walking in and, and you say, um, well, I'll be praying for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of just, you know, maybe give them a hug and yeah. when we could hug, um, give them a <laughs> hug and then, and then walk away. Um, so number one, I think there's a huge benefit to us understanding that right now right. is a great time to pray. Yep. yep. So even when, even if you don't, so there, there's another layer, even, even as I'm saying it, I'm hearing the next layer, I'm hearing the next yep. excuse. And that is, yep. I don't, I don't know how to pray. I, I'm not very yep. good at it. Uh, absolutely. And, and join the club. Yeah. Join, join the club. I, you know, uh, I remember in my early days at our, at our uh, the church I was a, a part of um, as a young, young pastor, you know, part of my responsibility was just to, as people would come down f- front and kneel at the altar hmm. to pray, my responsibility was to go kneel with them and ask hmm. them if I could be praying for them, how I could be praying for them. Hmm. And there are times you might lead somebody to Christ, or it may just be a crisis that you're praying with them through and whatever the scenario. But gosh, that was uncomfortable then that, you know, that was my job. Right, kind of thing. So it's supposed to feel like you're an expert at it, right? Right, right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. But at the same time, I'm mean, I'm 49 years old now, man. And, and and there still are those moments. As long as I allow Kevin Manning to be involved, hmm. there are those moments where it's like, I know I should pray right now, hmm. but I just, I, uh, you know. And then it's like, hey, I'll be praying for you. Now, I've gotten better at walking away and praying for them. Mm-hmm. Than, than just saying, I'm going to pray for you and then not. Right. But at the same time, to be on the phone with somebody and just say, hey, can I just pray for you right now? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. That's a game changer. And I will know? say it's awkward the first time you do it. I don't I don't want to I don't want to come the tip yeah. <laughs> You're talking on a phone praying over somebody, you know. It is. I mean, uh, let's recognize the fact that it does feel strange. Sure. It feels a little awkward and uncomfortable. But I will say in those first couple moments of just deciding to step into it with yeah. that with people, when you're recognizing that man, we're just coming yeah. to God because man, this is just heavy stuff. Yep. And and God is, his hands, he, he is capable of holding this. Yep. We are not. My advice uh, is worthless, hmm. uh, but your prayers are powerful. Wow. You know, like, I mean, we can give hmm. all the advice in yeah. the world, but until you, you stop and, and pray hmm. to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the creator of this world, hmm. Uh, the God of my salvation, you know what I mean? Yeah. To say, I care so much about this person that I want to pray over them. Yeah. Step into the awkward. Like God. I'm willing to, to do that. I'm willing to actually yep. step into something that makes me, I'm willing sure. to be, unco- I think that's a really good statement though. That really shows that I'm willing to be uncomfortable because I recognize that your burden, your pain is worth us both going together to God for. Yep. And I'm willing to feel uncomfortable for that. Yep. Yep. But just like in life, you know, we could be tough guys and be like, oh, you know, my wrist hurts and it looks broke, but it's like, no, I'm going to tough it out. <laughs> right. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, no, you look awkward. Everybody around you knows yeah. something's wrong. Yeah. Like what, what would be wrong yeah. with actually humbling oneself and saying, you know, yeah. saying a prayer. Yeah. No, I think that's, uh, in, in fact, this is perfect. You gave five, you gave an example of five things that happens uh, when we pray. Yeah. And number one was prayer internalizes the burden. So I think it's perfect. No, Pro- it, exactly. it's huge. It, it, it's huge. It says, it, it recognizes the burden for what it is. Yeah. Exactly what you just yeah. said. Some of us, are, uh, you know, I broke my arm, but I'm not going to go to the doctor. You yeah. know, it's not, it's, I'm, I'm a tough person. Well, this week in our small group, you know, I, I had said in the message, I've been praying for, you know, a specific person in our small group and. And, um, and so getting back together Sunday afternoon, that's when we do mm. a small group and, and getting back together and, and, and hearing more of a final, like how'd the week go and to know that it wasn't the greatest week in the world. Hmm. Yeah. So does that mean, you know, that humanly, and, and if you know me at all, you know, I joke around all the time, but it's <laughs> like, well, you probably want to have somebody else pray for you next week, you know, kind of thing. Like, can I get you a know, different pastor? Um, you know, <laughs> is but, there another one on the list? <laughs> right. You know, now nah, you already got to this guy. Um, but but the reality is, you keep on well, keeping keep on. on. Mm-hmm. You know, you continue to pray. A, hmm. Praying for a week doesn't mean everything's changed, <clears throat> because God's at work in us. Hmm. As you're praying for me, hmm. God is at work in us. Hmm. You know, a pastor might write three or four messages in one week hmm. preparing for one message come this weekend hmm. <clears throat> because God's continuing to do hmm. a work. Hmm. As you're saying this, I'm thinking, I, I, I remember listening to a podcast that talks about um, trees, these specific trees, that their roots grow so deep, but what makes them be able to go so much higher hmm. is the fact that yep. their roots grow deep and they start to entangle with each yep. other, yep. then creating this just extra yep. strong <clears throat> that's foundation. That's the redwoods. That, that's, that's why those trees have... have stayed so long and are so tall and all yeah, those things. Yeah, and it's the thing that you're not seeing, yep. right? Yep. So it's a lot like prayer. It's yep. not it's not this visual thing, yep. but it's very alive, yep. very much growing, very much well, fortifying You, you those assume trees. they go deep. So mm-hmm. You assume you have to be a very deep thinker to pray. Hmm. But what God says is this matters in, a, in, a, in community. Right. 
confess your sins to one another. And pray for each other. And pray yeah. for each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, what, what are we talking about here, yeah. man? There's, there's strength in numbers. Yeah. And when Jesus Christ is a part of that, man, that's even more incredible, right? right? right. And, and so praying with one another and for one another mm. on behalf of, you say, well, you know, this person's not a Christian. Well, first and foremost is gonna pray that, that God, you know, uh, speaks into their heart mm-hmm. and they, they recognize God's call that they become a, a, a believer in Jesus Christ, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if a person doesn't know Jesus Christ then the first prayer they're going to, uh, that he's going to respond to truly is a prayer of salvation, mm. you know? Mm. Um, but uh, you know, the, the reality is, is we have overthought prayer. Yes. Um, yes. And under, uh, what would that term, you know, we, we've under, a, yeah, a, a, we've under, yeah. we've under, uh, performed, Perfor- yeah. okay, right? Yeah. We've overthought yeah. and underperformed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's like, well, I don't know that I'm capable or I sinned yesterday and I, I did this and, but he says, confess your sins, right? That, that he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That means everything that's not right in God's eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then. You know, in Hebrews, he talks about coming boldly to the throne of grace and mercy because right. it's there that you, you, you'll you receive the, the, the favor and the grace. Like, right, right. So, like, my gosh, he, I, I feel like this study is helping me mm-hmm. at 49 years old recognize how much God wants us to pray pray to him, that mm-hmm. he's in so many different ways through scripture has tried to make it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm for us to onboard into this area of discipleship. Yeah. Right? It's not complicated. Right. You don't have to say the right words. The Holy Spirit takes what our heart is trying to say. Right. And communicates it to a perfect God in heaven. Right. Right. Now, and I told you earlier, I used to tell teenagers all the time, wouldn't that be great if that worked with your parents, that they actually knew what you were trying right. to do? And on the other hand, his parents were like, that would, right. that would be kind of awesome. I would love it. I, okay, I would Let's love it. Let's get one of those. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but that's the real piece. I mean, I said Sunday, hmm. you know, how many of you have ever just asked your kids, can you just stop asking questions? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And it's like, I'm front of the line as yeah. a parent. And yeah. yet, what do I find myself doing with God? Hmm. Asking, 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 asking. But when? You know, are we there yet, right? Yes, It's this, is it anticipatory? God, is this over yet? Are Are we we there yet, God? Are we done with this? But Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing is, again, through this study, is recognizing that I don't spend enough time, uh, you know, talking to God about how absolutely incredible he is, how much I adore him. Hey, even you know? as you were speaking, I thought, you know, I've heard people say that the Lord's Prayer really helps us to see the way in which, I mean, if, if we're, God is, I mean, my goodness, I could be driving in my car and needing to pray. Yes. Uh, um, it doesn't mean I have to close my eyes. No, please it does don't. Not mean, you know, please. Right. <laughs> I don't have any accidents. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't mean that I, I need to be on my knee. It doesn't need to be this nope. extra holy right? It's just, nope. it's just a conversation. Yes. It's, you know, like, Lord, I've got this text yes. right now and this news right now. And yes. I'm just asking for you to just like come yes. and do your thing. Um, yes. because man, I am so, I am so not capable of handling this. Yep. It's huge. Yep. And so, 
uh, I loved, you, you said, you know, it forces us to wait. Uh, I read a book um, years ago, Todd Anderson, our worship pastor, um, gave me a book called Secrets of the Silence. Mm. And uh, it was all about learning how to pray um, and, and learning how to be quiet mm. in our prayers. And what I've noticed is that I, um, <laughs> I have like a radio that plays in my head all the time. I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but you, you, you don't have to admit whether you do the same thing, but like, I could, I could quiet everything and then a song would start playing in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. And I'd be like, okay, no, I just, I, you know, like, no, 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 no. That's not being completely quiet. Yep. I, I, I have to somehow turn that off too. I, I get it. And so it, it, it is a, um, it's like lifting weights. It's like working out. You have to like practice doing yep. that. So yep. I had to practice like, okay, let me see if I can just be quiet for like a minute. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> in, my, in my heart, in my mind, can I just be quiet yep. for a minute? And what I've learned in that season was I learned um, what the Bible talks about is um, learning your shepherd's voice, mm. um, learning to hear him speak yeah, to you. That's good. Um, by and at first I remember hearing it and it was like through verses and I was like, well, I'm just regurgitating verses I read. Yep. Well, yeah, that's, that's how. It. <laughs> that, you nailed it. Hello. That's actually exactly what <laughs> prayer is, and that's what reading the that's what reading yeah. the Bible does. And then I remember telling the boys, my sons, when they were growing up, the Bible is a way to communicate with the Lord. He then brings those verses yep. into your mind to remind yeah, you of recall. the truths of scripture. Yeah. Um, and then there's times it's not scripture. He is literally telling you some simple, mm. actionable or non-actionable step. Sure. Sometimes it's just be still. <clears throat> and that's a hard one. Be <laughs> silent. That's a hard and that's one. a hard one. <laughs> People often say, you know, I need music to to really get in the groove, you know, to, to be able to worship and, mm-hmm. and to be able to, you know, pray or all these kinds of, hey, I get it. I, I do too. Sometimes I'm writing messages and I've got my ear pods in and, and I've, got, I've got sometimes the same, I have probably listened to the same song before 40 or 50 times writing a message and you're just grinding it out, mm-hmm. man, and scriptures are flowing mm-hmm. and man, you just feel like the Holy Spirit's working through everything. But you know, those other times when it's like, uh, God's saying, be quiet. And, and, and I don't have a quiet personality. I mean, like you're probably seeing me, you know, my legs moving around and like everything, you know, like I don't, you know, I'm like, you know, and, and this stuff, you know, this really slows me down, you know, to be honest like with you. Monster and so, oh so my goodness. Yeah, it does. But, but the crazy thing is, is there are times when you say, you know, you got to listen for that still small voice. Yeah. And it's not going to come through cranking music. And it's not going to come from all the chatter and, and listening to another preacher. And, 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 all, and again, none of these things are bad things. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, Kevin, I, I'm, I'm wanting to whisper something to you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take this serious, you're going to miss out on this, yeah. this uh, you know, Kairos moment. Mm. This moment in time that I have for you. Right. 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 To, to, to do my will. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and so th- there is that that Chronos just span of time, but there's that Kairos moment in time mm. that sometimes I th- I think I miss on because I'm I'm trying to find that that song that's going to get me get me going. Right, because you, know you feel I mean? like Kinda. we're not we're not doing yes. unless we're actually doing yeah, yeah. right. There's that we've come to believe that some part of our action is the actual yeah, thing yeah. that we're supposed to do, which kind of brings us back to that original comment that like, you know, prayer is this way of making you feel like you've done something and you really haven't. But sometimes, and I love the ones you stated, it internalizes the burden. It forces us to wait. It opens our spiritual eyes. It aligns our hearts yep. with God's heart yep. and it enables us to move forward. In other words, 
there's this process that happens. And you, you've seen it. If, if you're a parent, you know exactly. You've brought it up before, right? Where your kid's just like, they ate all the cake for their birthday yeah, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're just trying to get them to like, hey, okay, you hit that friend of yours with, you know, with whatever, you know. <laughs> Lego. You think you need right. to settle down right now, right? But the idea is that, what, you, what do you do? You say like, look at me, right, take right, a deep breath, right. let's, right? And, and what God is asking yeah. us to do is to visualize yeah. him doing that to us. We are still his children. Yep. And he still calls us to be under yep. his leadership, yep. under his guidance. Yep. We're not, I mean, I think there's this thing that happens as adults. We believe that when we've gotten to this place of adulthood that we've just got it all. We've right. figured all of it out. Right. Yep. And we don't need no. to rely on, yeah. on the Lord anymore. It, it, we'll rely on somebody anymore. It's an awkward anymore. thought for me to crawl up on my mom's lap. Yeah. And let her, let her hug me like she right. wants to. First of all, I'd break her lap, you know. <laughs> Okay, kind of thing. But, but God is still asking us yeah. in, 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 a, in a very spiritual way to crawl up on his lap and call him daddy. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Um, and, and, and here's the problem. The world's, the world's creeped that out. The mm. world's perverted that out. The, yeah. the world, and yet in its, in its most intimate moment, that's this moment where I'm recognizing that he's literally my father. Hmm. Not the disciplinarian, but that goes with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But this loving father hmm. who it might be just that hmm. that little, you know, touch of the, on the neck, a little yeah. tickle, you yeah. know, t- yeah. whatever that is, yeah. right? Whatever, where he's just saying, I, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm your father. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. You're saying that, and I'm hearing there's a humility that happens in that. But even as you say it, I think, how much harder is it for guys to experience that? I mean, I think as female, I think we're kind of tend to be a little bit more in touch with the emotional um, caringness of being cared for or loved or hugged or, and not, I'm not saying every woman is like that. Don't get me. No, everybody's Everybody's (laughs) been designed in different ways. That's not what I mean by it. But I just mean like, is there... So maybe I should restate that. For those people that maybe are not as humble or as yep. willing to, to take that position, yeah. how hard, I mean, what is the encouragement there? Where's the starting point for that person? Well, I, I, think, I think that really comes to me. The first thing that comes to my mind is like, you know, um, you're missing out. Hmm. Like hmm. We're, we're, we're hardened because of circumstances, Right. Um, ministry has a way of even, um, you know, creating a, a, a very numb feeling. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, that's why I see a therapist when I, you know, periodically, you know, mm-hmm. just because, because I've gotten numbed out before because you're dealing with such heavy stuff from people. And, and at the same time, I've got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, you know, you're, you're missing out. Yeah. You're missing out. Um, it's like going into a huddle. The concept is that only one person's talking. Hmm. Now I get that there can be other chatter and everybody's breathing hard and everything, you know, whatever. But the reality is there's one person in that huddle communicating the play. Hmm. Our, our, and, and, and when you're unwilling to step into that huddle, then how do you know the play? Yeah. Now I get that's not a perfect illustration because right. right. football and right. all, all these but things. But even as okay? you said that, I thought, like a 3D movie. Let's yeah. say that you didn't get, there was no more glasses. Everybody else in the movie theater yeah. is wearing the glasses yeah. and you're yeah, not. Yeah. 
That's great. That I mean, that'd yeah. be kind of a crummy. I mean, you're gonna get the gist of it, right? I right. mean, fine. You're gonna watch the movie. It's probably gonna look pretty blurry. But you're looking at everybody else going, and everybody's <laughs> responding, and you're not able to because you're not getting that. Yeah. You're not getting. No, that. that's good. That's good. You know, That's it's a good. different movie for you. Yeah. All you pretty much are doing is listening to a movie at that right. moment because if you've ever taken your glasses off, it doesn't look right, right. on screen. Right. No, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, and I, again, like... Um What's working so well in your life? Hmm. What systems working so well in your life that you're <laughs> that you don't want to uh, try the discipline of prayer? Yeah, that you're not in need of it, right? Like, right. oh yeah, I don't, I don't need that. I, I've got this, you know. And it's like, hmm. well, cool. Yeah. But the question really comes down to how's that working for you? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Because I still battle back and forth of like whoa, wait a minute, I've been trying to totally handle this on my own, you know? Like I just had to share with my small group, it's, it's very petty and, I, and, and I'm not gonna give all the details, but <laughs> something that's happened in my life that I just, I, I have handled, a, it was a very disappointing thing, hmm. I've handled, but I've been completely unwilling to share how much it actually hurt me hmm. with anybody because it's like first world problems, man. Yeah. There, there's far greater issues in this world. Yeah. And yet something truly hurt my heart. Yeah. And kind of set me back and confused me. And yet, you know, I look like I've handled this so well when inside it, it really crushed me. Yeah. So I just the other night in our small group, I was like, I just, I, I, I still feel like I struggle with it. Hmm to say, I just feel like I need to say this out loud that this really crushed me. Hmm. And hmm. I just feel like I need to say that out loud. Yeah. Like, right? Not, yeah. not because I stuttered all around because, I, again, I feel like I'm being a total pansy. Right. But it hurt. Yeah. And it took me time yeah. to be able to go to God in prayer and just be like, hmm. you know, you created me. You know me. Well, and you, know? you stated a verse a moment ago that says confess your sins to each other. Sure, sure, sure. So there's also yeah. a there's also a power in um allowing people to um yep. be a part of the hard parts Ooh. of life. I mean, I mean really small groups is a lot of what that is about. Um on a large scale with the yeah. church's size that we are and even churches that are not the size yeah, that do the, the most important part is that very, very more intimate relationship with people where you actually share those things, yep. like the things you're talking about, that they, they, they are vulnerable places. And it takes, look, we're not, we're not, it's not this expectation that you step into a small group and are just like, I'm an open book. Right, I know there right, are right. some people like <laughs> some that. People <laughs> um, too, but, too open. Yeah, exactly. They're oh, the oversharer. Yeah. But, um, but the the right group under the right circumstances, um, yep. with the right ingredients, creates this bond where life shared is life better. Right, right. It's critical, and and, and I mean, you know, yeah, we're we're better together. We get that. We we hear that. You right. know, it's not just a cliche sort of thing. Like my life has benefited from being in a small group. Right. And even when our small group has taken breaks and even been, then, mm. then, then we extended the break longer than <laughs> anticipated, you know, kind of thing. Cause, cause what happens? Boom. Yeah. Immediately things fill those spots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, we all recognize we're hurting. Yeah. You know, that, that we're missing something, mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's just that idea of, you know, then you come back together and it's like, man, yeah. 
it's great to be back together. You know, yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. that, that yeah. idea, yeah. you know. So uh, one of the last couple questions we, we talked, um, is there a right way to pray and a wrong way to pray? And, yeah. and I, I've actually heard this on all different ages, this question has come up. Um, what, what would you say to that? Is there a right way to pray and is there a wrong way to pray? Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know that there's a wrong way to pray. Um, I think there are wrong expectations to prayer, hmm. but um, the idea of prayer is communicating with God, right? Um, and listening back. Communicating is obviously a two-way thing. So right. I guess the only wrong way to do it is just to talk and never listen, right? Well, and then, I, then you, you, know, you nail it too with the expectations. So yeah. like, um, really praying for this—I um, don't know—house yeah. we want to get. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not that that's not something worth praying no. for, but if no, the no, no, expectation no. that if you do, you will get the thing you want. Right, right. So the, so the scriptures tell us, you know, over and over, you know, if, if you're using your, your prayer journal, you see it, you know, through the whole first week, it's just ask God, ask according to his will. Right. He, you know, he wants to give you that. He, he'll right. do more than you can think or dream. And then people are like, you know, heck, I'm just asking for, you know, my, my kids to be healthy through this time, you know, kind right. of thing. Can, can yeah. we just... But I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, uh, in in the process of recognizing our need to prayer mm-hmm. pr- to pray, um, is is being able to say, you know, God, look, according to your will. Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. We make the presumption yeah. that we know God's will. Yeah, you bring the request to him, but this understanding that we want for, even though this is our request, this is the desire of our heart. And he asks yep. us for that, right? To, yep. to tell him the desire of your heart. But we also trust his plan to be better than our plan. So at the same time that we hand it over in a request, we also trust that, however, in whatever way you will for this to happen or not happen, we will will stand beside you. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Mm -hmm. right? Nevertheless, you know, not my will, but yours yours. be done. I mean, he's like literally begging to not die, which is a human response to to death, my goodness. Heck yeah, but it's the Hmm. death to our dreams. And I mean, you think of... The folks mm. that have lost businesses, you know, during this pandemic and folks that lost their homes and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, it's such uh, just years of, of family memories and things up in these fires and, yeah. and, and all these sorts of things. And so they prayed and they said, man, God, yeah. just protect our place, you know. Yeah. So it and it was, still was it not God's will right. for mm-hmm. that to be? Here's what I know. Here, here's all I can trust in this through Homes burning, businesses clothing, clothing, closing, yeah. uh, you know, folks uh, dying. Yeah. All I know to do is to continue to trust God and pray. Yeah. Knowing that <clears throat> the answer why isn't going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Why did this person die? What's the why? Mm. Well, what's, that, what's it going to, like, they're still gone. Mm. It's unfortunate. It's horrible, right? Mm. But we've we've still got to trust God and continue to move forward. We pray and continue to move forward. We might not move forward in that prayer. Like, again, it makes us wait, but it also puts us in that position to be able to conquer anything. Right. Right? So it's, it's yeah. that duality yeah, of, of waiting and going. So I may not be making more mm-hmm. steps on the purchase of that house until I, I feel more confident right. in, in God's answer. Okay, but it doesn't right. mean that I'm I'm gonna you know 
uh, all of a sudden, you know, go out and buy all the furniture for the house, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. With this expectation that that's what that's what's going to happen. Right. You know, I kind of thing. For. So it's it's just that give and take of like, look, spend time praying. Yeah. Again, we we have we've overcomplicated prayer. Yeah. Uh, and and underaccomplished it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you don't have anybody to pray for, um, I'm volunteering, <laughs> and. And I struggle with issues of anger. Um, I struggle with uh, depression. Mm. Uh, I struggle with loneliness. Mm. Uh, you know, and these are real things for my life. Yeah, yeah. Be- yeah just absolutely. because I'm a pastor and I know a ton of people doesn't mean I'm not a lonely person. Right. Yeah. And that's a. I mean, I think that's exactly the the vulnerability that we're talking about. Yep. Prayer allows you to say, um, he, like it. I'm going to stop holding up all of these um, visuals as to what I, what I want people to think about me. Right. right. Um, and I'm going to just stand before you, Lord, for what I actually am. And I'm insecure and yeah. I'm, you know, uh, not sure. And I'm, yeah. you know, yeah, bouts of depression, you name, you know, you name it. And you kind of just stand there and just be like, but Lord, I know you've created me with a purpose. Yeah. And I know you've designed the steps before me. Yeah already planned. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it says we make our plans, but the Lord determines those steps. Yeah. The way in which we get to those places yeah. are so That's different. Beautiful. And it, it, they are beautiful in the end because we've seen the final, yeah. we've seen some fine, more final that we're not, you know, we look back on our lives. I would add, there is a huge benefit to a prayer journal. So we're doing those right now, yep. but, but there's a huge benefit for it. I remember doing it when I was 19, 20 years old, and I would just write down uh, just thoughts on yep. the, the stresses of life at that time and, and um, finding those years later oh, yeah. and reading those. This sounds so strange because they're your own words, but it's very profound to yeah. read your own words, to read your own fear. You can sit in it. You can remember what mm. that felt like. And yet you have this visual, this vision now right. of how things panned out. Right, right, right. That right. you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Lord. Well, that's, you, that, that's the, the most critical part. With, without remembering our history, mm. we'd never know how far we've come. Mm. Without remembering our history, we, we, we don't know how far we've gone backwards. Right. Right. You know, kind of thing. So, so you can't forget the history. You can't erase yeah. history. Right. You know, kind of right. thing. Right. But that's a beautiful thing as a mar- mile marker in one's life yes. is to go back. It's not just a picture, but you could read that and remember sometimes where you were when you wrote yes. that prayer. Mm-hmm. Like you might even remember what you're wearing. Kind of. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, because it's a yeah. moment, it's a critical moment in time. Mm-hmm. And, and the journaling part becomes, you know, uh, you know, a historic writing, you know, in a, yeah, in a way, you know, for, for one's own life. Yes. You know? Looking back on, Looking back at, at journals is such a, I mean, such a cool thing. So I would just say, man, if you haven't prayed for a while, yeah. I would say, okay, if you journaled when you were younger yep. or journaled at some other point yep. in time, go and find yeah. those. Yep. Let's just see, let's just see what has been done. Yeah. Let's just see how things did turn out from when you were, yep. uh, when you were younger, even if that was a year ago. Sure. Let's just see what we can look back and learn from in those times. I think that's, yeah. I think that's, and that's really powerful and really yeah. under understated. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, you know, Satan's role uh, is to be cunning and crafty. Yeah. Okay. To confuse us. Um, and, and he does a great job with that. Yeah. Uh, and it comes in different forms. Hmm. Uh, our responsibility is to continue to go 
to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's our right? best battle plan. That, that's, the, that's the game plan. Yeah. To fight it and be a tough guy and, you know, all mm-hmm. those sorts of things. You know, look, uh, Jesus is both my offense and my defense. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the quicker I can get the ball handed to him, the better off we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I want to be the showboat, I might run around and, and avoid some, some issues in life, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But in the end, yeah. we aren't going to get right. as far as we would have right. with Jesus. Yeah. And, and so again, you know, prayer is that. It's, that. it's that designing a game plan. So you can write down, I told you guys, write down you're thankful for concrete and couches yeah, yeah. and tables and plants yeah. and even fake plants. And, <laughs> you know, I'm thankful for AC and I'm thankful, you know, for all these sorts of things. But you know what? Day two of that, you might mm-hmm. start with the same thing and then you might actually go, you know, God, you know what? I know some people who make, make furniture. Now you're, now you're recalling mm-hmm. people and you're saying, God, bless them. Hmm. And, and that asphalt we drive on. But you know what? I know some guys that work for the city. Hmm. And, uh, and so I want to start calling them by name. Yeah. You know, and there's a few of you right now. I'm thinking of your names, you know. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like just by doing something as elementary as that yeah. begins to expand. Yeah. Unless we're prideful enough that it's all about me. Right. In which... Then you need to start there. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. But you're never, if it's always about you, you're never going to see the larger picture. Yeah. Gosh yeah. darn it. Just take those steps of faith. Yeah. Walk into that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, begin having that communication. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. You don't have to go on a microphone and pray over hundreds of people, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you just, you don't. Right. Um, and, and my prayers probably aren't even very eloquent if hmm. you pay attention to them publicly. Um, and part of that I really think is because <laughs> I've gotten in this mode of like, I, I just, what my heart's trying to communicate, it doesn't always come out clearly in my right. mouth. Right. And it that's okay. doesn't. And that's okay. I mean, listen to my message <laughs> recorded and listen to my message live and you're going to get Two different. Yeah, you may the gist be lucky of it is to, the same though. Yes, the gist of it is we're getting the same place, man. It's Jesus, and yeah, it's the it's answer, and, and yeah. that's the beautiful part. So, so we want to encourage you guys. If you are skeptical about prayer, just yeah. man, just start. Yep. And you've got nothing. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nothing I love to it. lose. Uh, nothing to keep lose. On, keep and on. Everything yeah. to gain. Nothing to lose you know? and everything to gain. Yeah, we've yeah. actually heard we've heard that yep. before, and that's great. So yep. we just challenge you to start. We encourage you to do that. We're going to hear from Ronnie this coming week, yep. um, all about um, learning how to pray throughout your day, which is yep. fantastic. Some of the things you were actually just kind of hitting on right now, man. I'm just even thinking as I'm talking. I'm thinking, man, as you're driving, you could be praying for the mechanics yeah. that you know and right. for you know just our right. city workers that you know and the people around you for those that are ra- you know um driving with rage, uh, maybe pray for the people that are in the cars yeah. around. You don't know them. That's okay. We don't know what they're walking yeah. in. We don't know what they're sitting in. We don't know what their season is. But you could um, get out of yourself long yeah. enough to be like, Lord, just bless these people yeah. in their cars as they're headed to all their different places um, because God does see them and know them. Yeah, uh, we're hoping in the next couple of weeks to be hearing from um, our NP kids and kind of what they have planned from up some of our student ministry staff. And of course, 
to hear from Shane. We're really hoping to kind of gather up a bunch of um, random, we're hoping to grab just a bunch of random great questions to just ask Shane and just kind of the shotgun, you yeah. know, uh, way. And so we're hoping to be able to do that with Shane in the next couple of weeks as well. This midweek live is going to happen yeah. every single week at cool. 1215 right here. We're just going to spend time talking. Um, we, that's one of the questions that was out there. How often are these chats going to happen? They're going to happen every week. We had somebody ask about um, Sundays and if we're going to be um, seated inside and stuff like that. We're working out all those details. And so we will keep you yeah. in, com in communication with all of that as we have those plans and rolling. But um, at this point, uh, we're not going to answer that exactly, but we will no. get to you for sure. But we do have an outdoor service at 9 a.m. as of right now. And, um, and online. And you can. Thanks for joining us this week for Midweek Live. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media at NPCC Fresno.